Hi, everyone. This is Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star podcast. Okay, I want to talk about some of the best ways to get over your narcissist. Now, friendly reminder, you can find me on YouTube at the Luminous Star channel. Very often on my videos, you may hear me talk about how it's a lot of energy and focus, right, on trying to get over the narcissist. Forget trying to get over the narcissist. Just accept that you're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. This way you're focused on what you need, how you're growing, the accomplishments that you're making, the achievements in life, how far you're coming, instead of wasting time and energy on trying to pleasing the narcissist, on trying to please and accommodate and co-sign shenanigans, only to get what? Hurt. Only to, when actually what really what you may want is the validation. You may want their love, respect, so on and so forth. These things are great. Okay. It's great to have that in relationships, but let's face it. When it comes down to the narcissist relationship, very often we are left feeling drained, if not played or had in the relationship. Okay. So it is very often that we will come to find that having a positive relationship with a narcissist is actually a concept that we have to let go of, right? In order to continue to thrive forward. But anyway, I digress. Uh, When it comes down to figuring out some of the best ways to get over your narcissist, start to think about how you're growing past the narcissist. Because if you're spending a lot of time and energy trying to get over them, just think about it. That takes a lot of time and energy. It's just effort and you're climbing and you're climbing and you're climbing. And then sometimes you may feel like you would never get to the top of that mountain, right? So when it comes down to trying to get over the narcissist, that may seem overwhelming, right? So start to change your perspective on how you look at that. Change your perception. Okay, the way you think about it and the way you're looking at it. In other words, start looking at and thinking about focusing on thriving forward, focusing on how you how far you're going with outgrowing the narcissist relationship, except that you're outgrowing it. You know, it can be very challenging to shift the gears to becoming uh, open, you know, to learning how to change the function of your personality. And I'm bringing that up because the narcissistic personality is very, it's very fixed, right? It's hard to deal with at times. But when you think about all the structures of personality or the personality types out there, anybody can say that about any of those relationships. I mean, any of those personality types, somebody, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and use myself as an example. There are people that I can think of in my past that I really didn't get along with very well and vice versa. Guess what? It's okay. Simply put, we all can think about somebody in our past. Matter of fact, for most of us, it's several somebodies that we can think of that we really didn't get along with. Their personality just didn't, you know, it just wasn't right, right? We didn't see, we weren't on the same vibe. We weren't on the same page. They just rubbed you the wrong way, right? We all can think about a few people like that. So it can be very challenging to shift the gears Okay, but by becoming open to learning how to change the function of your personality, first of all, some people will say, how can you do that? The subconscious mind. When you learn how the subconscious mind functions, 
Okay, it's not about changing the functionality of the subconscious mind. It's about learning how it functions. This way, you can start to change your subconscious mind. Some of the programming, okay, the the things that you think about. What are you focused on? How are you thinking, right? Things like that. Not so you can say, oh, there's something wrong with you. Absolutely not. This will give you what? The permission to give yourself peace of mind and say, you know what? I really don't like that person and it's okay. Or I don't like the way the narcissist behaves and it's okay. See, when you give yourself that peace of mind, you get balance. You have harmony in your life. You still have challenges, but you still have the harmony, right? You can get some peace of mind. You can get some balance, right? Not saying there's something wrong with you, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to dealing with narcissistic relationships, I don't know about you, But my experience has taught me my overall health is being compromised, okay? And and for me, that's in my past, right? My overall health, especially my mental health, was being compromised. So give yourself that peace of mind. It's okay to say there's things about the narcissist you don't like. So time, you know, actually when you think about it, science teaches us that the core personality of an individual is totally developed by the age of seven, right? And as they become older, it's very challenging to change. This is another reason why some people will argue you just can't change the way your personality is. You, you can't change it. You're stuck with it for life. I say BS about that. You can change. At the end of the day, it's up to everybody whether or not he or she will change. Okay, so, uh, you know, some people, they, uh, as they age, they become set in their ways, which is another reason some people may push back on that and say, well, you know, you can't change somebody. You can't change the personality. Now, I will say when it comes down to not only the narcissist, but to anybody, you can't change another person and vice versa. They can't change you. And when a person like a narcissist becomes older and they get stuck in their their ways, oh my gosh, that's even worse, <laughs> right? That is even worse. But some people, uh, you know, they 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 say this. They say, oh, you know, just not, you know, that person's never going to change. That may be true for some people, but when it comes down to a narcissist, when you look at the narcissistic personality, it is fixed. So more than likely, right, they won't change. But that's not your issue. It doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. But you know, uh, some people, they may become very resistant to change, not just the circumstances of their lives, but the subconscious mind. They may be resistant to change what they, what the programming is in the subconscious mind. Learn about how the subconscious, learn how the subconscious mind functions it's not about trying to change the functionality of the subconscious mind because it works for you. It's about learning how it functions. And then you can start to change the program. That's, you know, you can change that. Sometimes some of the programming, you have to delete it, replace it with a new program. But when it comes down to it, some people, their behavior patterns, they're resistant to change it. They resist changing it. So it's very easy for most to succumb to resistance. It's very easy for us to resist change. That goes double for the narcissistic personality. 
So when it comes down to trying to get over him or her, this can play right into it being very difficult to do that because they're not changing, especially if you're still involved with him or her. And I'm including every relationship that you can think of, not just romantic relationships. But when you start to realize that that person is just not going to change, they're stuck in their old ways, it could be for several reasons. Maybe they resist change. They could be doing it out of spite. They can just be saying, I'm not going to change, right? I'm not going to do it differently. And they may not care about how this may be disappointing to you or this may be influencing you to feel some sort of pain. They, They may not care about that. But guess what? Some people, they are just simply going to resist the whole way. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, they're going to resist. The narcissistic personality seems to be that way. They're just resistant to change. But in general, a lot of people are resistant to change. Okay, so choosing to be in a state of resistance, whereas it pertains to investing in unhealthy relationships, like with a narcissist. Okay, those who choose to behave abusively. Yeah, they also more than likely will resist the change. But when you choose to be in a state of resistance, then see, then you're going to be button heads with a narcissistic personality because a lot of us already know from experience, the narcissistic personality resists change. But imagine if you are also resisting the change, right? This can cost or it can be costly, especially when it comes to your overall well-being and health. Egos can serve as a stumbling block, Okay, a lot of people know from experience that narcissistic personality often, you know, comes with being very egotistical, right? So just imagine you being a person who may be resisting change, even if it's going to help you to thrive forward, but you're resisting that change, perhaps because of your ego. Your ego says this narcissist should treat me better. So you may dig in your heels and stay in that and stay involved with him. And this is including family, any type of relationship you can think of with a narcissist. I'm talking about that. Okay. You may dig in your heels due to your ego and say, well, uh, they, they should do me right. I want them to do a, B and C, but see your ego at that moment can work against you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with having an ego. Okay, the ego can serve a purpose. It does. But sometimes when we start to misuse our ego, we can actually end up hurting ourselves. But ego, like I said, it can serve as a stumbling block to thriving forward. You know, it's not easy to admit when a person is wrong. I I can raise my hand real high. Matter of fact, I can raise both my hands on that one. It's not easy to admit wrong. Okay, or when we made a mistake or made a poor choice during the record, during the course of all of our relationships. Okay, we really don't like to look, you know, we don't want to look at ourselves like that. Right. So one can become defensive. Okay, it can be a a defense mechanism, which is also another way of saying uh, what denial, maybe cognitive dissonance about how the relationship is with the narcissist. And the narcissist will absolutely use that against people. Just think about how they do it already. Narcissistic personality often will study a person. Okay, look at their vices, look at their weaknesses. And and often figure out how to use it against the person in order to what? 
obtain the source supply. So becoming resistant can leave a person stagnant and stuck in the talking place of a narcissist relationship. So when it comes down to learning some of the best ways to get over the narcissist or to actually grow past the narcissist, I just want to point out all those things because these are some of the ways that will keep you stagnant. So you're not going to be able to get over the narcissist, yet alone grow past them or outgrow the relationship by doing some of the things I just mentioned here. Okay, so um, just remember the narcissist, they often resist change. So when you go, when you come along and you're doing the same thing, then you can, you know, you can end up being stuck in that relationship. All right. So I want to go over a few tools. Tool number one, let go of the obsession to prove your worth. You don't have to prove to the narcissist that you're worthy of love, respect, validation. When you really think about it, hasn't the narcissist been showing you through their actions that they don't approve anyway? They're not in the loving mood. They're not going to give you validation. And it's not you. It's not your fault. They're showing you. They're demonstrating to you who they are choosing to be. How they want to show up in the world. See, that's that has nothing to do with you. But the narcissist may be projecting that onto you. And this may cause you to have a, a take a hit when it comes to your um, your confidence, right? So you may start to look like you have an obsession with a narcissist, if not the if not the relationship. So you you know you can choose to let go of the obsession to prove your worth. It's very easy for a person to get caught up in that trap. Because the narcissist, they will often groom and train a person to please him or her. They will often, it's a grooming process that happens in a narcissist relationship. Narcissistic personality often will groom a person to cosign shenanigans. Okay, narcissists often have what's called a imaginary contract. What are the terms of that contract? Well, when a person gets done going through all that, they may start to look like they are obsessed with the relationship, if not the narcissist. All in the name of trying to get validation, acceptance, love, peace in the relationship. So you can let go of the obsession or what appears to be an obsession to prove your worth. You are worth a good life. You're worth the love, the respect. Figure it out. You know, what do you want? Answer that question that. What do you want? Right? Tool number two, take steps to learn how to improve your self-image. Very often the narcissist will create false images of others that they're targeting for source supply. Think about it. The narcissist has false self-images from that of a martyr to a saint to a victim who cannot seem to catch a break in life. They gaslight you with all of this. They want you to what? Save, rescue, fix. What does that sound like? Codependency. Narcissistic relationships often have subtle signs of codependency. So when you start to take steps to learn how to improve your own self-image, that's very powerful. Now, make no mistake, the narcissist may feel a little threatened by that. But guess what? It's okay. 
It really is. Why? Because you're staying focused on thriving forward. So when it comes down to learning how to have a more powerful, positive self-image, there's several ways you can do that. Number one, start looking at your achievements and accomplishments. This pumps you up, gets you ready to do more in life. It boosts up your confidence. It increases your self-esteem or it heightens your self-esteem. Just think about that for a minute. When you start becoming proactive in your life with what is important to you, with what you can do, this boosts your confidence to do more things. Get busy when it comes to your own life. Become more proactive in your own life. That way you don't have time or energy or focus on the narcissist at all. You won't, you won't even be focusing on him or her. You won't have the time, the energy to what? Go with their shenanigans, co-sign their shenanigans, put up with certain things. You know, you don't have to do that. So when it comes to your self image, you will be more confident about it. You will like what you see. You will, because you'll be enjoying what you're doing. Think about that for a minute. When you start to look at some of the things that you like, what are some of the things you used to like? Perhaps there are certain things, places, and people you used to be around that you really uplifted you, but you're they're, you're they're not around anymore. You're not going to those places anymore. You're not doing those things anymore. Why? Because the narcissist wants you in the center, right, of what they want. They want to be in the center of your mind, not your heart. When it comes down to them choosing your heart or your mind, the narcissist is going to choose your mind. Why? Because when they get you in your mind, they can get you any they can get you everywhere else or any way. Right? Just think about it. If they get you in your mind, they can get everything else from you. They can get the source supply. Gaslighting, smear campaigning. All of that should sound familiar. I know it does to me when it comes down to them being in the center of your mind rather than your heart. Ever wonder why they don't uh, appreciate your loyalty? Why don't they appreciate you loving and caring for them? Because it really doesn't give them the source supply that they need unless, depending on the situation, it serves them. But when it comes right down to it, and in the day, the narcissist will often choose a person's mind, not their heart, in order to get the ultimate supply. Okay? Which will actually last them for a lifetime. That's the gift that keeps giving. When a narcissist gets a person in their mind, they can you know, more than likely have them for life as a source supply, even if they're not physically in their life. So when it comes down to you improving your self-image, give yourself that permission to take the steps on learning how to do so. It's okay. It's okay. Start looking at what you've accomplished. Start, even if you have to stand in front of a mirror and state affirmations, positive affirmations, start journaling, start recording, start remembering how you've touched other people, right? In a positive way, start doing that. The narcissist is not going to remind you of that. They can care less about that. Why? Because it doesn't supply them. So give yourself permission to learn how to improve your self-image. And that kind of goes hand in hand. Not kind of, actually it does. It goes hand in hand when it boils down to separateness. What is separateness? That means you know that you are a person and the narcissist is a person, right? They, they, regardless of how they act, right? 
regardless of them having a personality disorder, all that, right? You are who you are and they are who they are. And you are at peace with that. That's what separateness means. That means that you're not experiencing enmeshment. You're not experiencing an identity crisis. You are learning who you are. You know who you are. That goes right into the improvement of self-image. Your positive self-image goes hand in hand with your sense of separateness or the sense of being a person versus when you're around somebody else. You're not becoming enmeshed. You're not getting lost in the relationship. Regardless of the relationship is being, you know, if the relationship is good or bad, it doesn't matter. You're not getting lost in the sauce. You're not lost in that relationship. You're actually firmly grounded in who you are. That's what that means when I say separateness. It doesn't mean that you're going around saying that you're not going to connect with anybody and you're suspect of everybody. You know, you just know, suspicious of everybody. No, 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 no. That's not what separateness means. That means that you are okay in your own skin and you're comfortable with who you are and everybody else, you're cool with them being that way when it comes to themselves is another way of saying that you're living and letting live. That's it. So when it comes down to improving your self-image, that's also powerful. It goes hand in hand with separateness. Tool number three, give yourself permission to realize and accept that narcissistic personality can be unappealing. When you just start to do research on the narcissistic personality, you're going to find that it's fixed. So they're unlikely to change. But guess what? That's a personality type that is fixed, meaning it can be a little difficult to deal with. And this is on a global scale. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be looking at yourself like, oh, you're the only one that the narcissist doesn't get along with. That's another illusion. That's another gaslight technique that is very common. A narcissist often wants you to believe that you're the only one that they don't get along with. That is so untrue. Give yourself permission to realize and accept that you're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. That there are things about your narcissist you simply don't like. Guess what? Here's one that I want you to remember. If you don't take anything else away from this um, this episode, I want you to remember this. There are a lot of people on this planet that love and care about people that they don't like. Let me repeat that. There are a lot of people on this planet that are involved with people. I'm going to reword that a little bit. They are involved with people that they love and lo- they love and care for, but they don't really like. There's certain things about them they don't like. Think about family members. Certain things about him or her you don't like. Guess what? It is vice versa. Remember what I was saying earlier? There's a few things that you can think of that you don't like about certain people in your past, their personality. You just didn't get along. You didn't see eye to eye. But guess what? Some of them people you really love and care for, don't you? It's okay doesn't make you a freak of nature. Not at all. There are a lot of people who have come to peace with the reality that they love and they care about somebody that is very difficult to get along with. So there are certain things about him or her that they just don't like. But they will go to bat for them in a minute. Think about that for a second. They will go to bat with them. They will, they will, they'll ride or die, right? 
but there are certain things about that person that works their last nerve. They really don't like about them, but they love them to death. So give yourself permission to realize and accept that narcissistic personality can be unappealing. It's a difficult uh, personality to deal with, right? This Your narcissist is somebody you probably really don't like. So that can make it a little bit challenging when it comes down to growing out of the relationship. Getting over the narcissist. Which leads me to the number one reason that I have. See, this is a revelation I'm about to share with y'all. One of the main things that I found out in my past from having a narcissist relationship in my past is that I realized that that was one of the main things that kept me stuck in it. And that was not giving myself the permission to not like the narcissist. It's okay. That's what keeps us stuck. That's what keeps us giving people more chances than they actually have deserved or or earned. They don't deserve the umpteenth chance to break your heart again. But you give them the umpteenth chance. Why? Because you haven't given yourself permission to accept that there are certain things about that person that you love that you just don't like. You got to be all right with that. Come to peace with that. Because at the end of the day, it's compromising your overall well-being. Your health, especially your mental health, is being compromised when you continue to force yourself to be in a third-party situation, for example, with the narcissist. You're forcing yourself to be in a narcissistic relationship that you know you're outgrowing. So just think about that. Give yourself permission to accept that there are just certain things that you don't like about the narcissist. That's one of the best ways to get over him or her. Okay, I've gone over several things already. Okay, just give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to not only look at yourself differently in a more positive way, but give yourself permission to look at the narcissist and say, nah, I don't like them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like some things about them. I don't like their behavior. And again, at the same time, you're looking at yourself and you're loving and liking more about yourself. Again, at the same time, you're looking at the narcissist and you realize things that you don't like about him or her. It's almost like you're flipping the script. That's right. You're flipping it. You're turning the tables. It's almost like you're putting your favorite pair of shoes on. You're taking it off of the narcissist and you're putting it on your own feet. You're taking that nice coat or that nice jacket or that beautiful dress and you're taking it off of the narcissist and you're putting it on because guess what? It's yours to begin with. It's like you're taking the greatest parts of you and instead of idealizing the narcissist with that, you're trying it on for sides because it's yours. Just think about that for a minute. Very often we get into the trap of idealizing the narcissist. They they idealize, devalue, and then they discard, don't they? 
So it's very easy for us to also idealize the narcissist, but give yourself permission to start to look at who they really are and how they really behave and say, I don't like that. But here's what I like about myself and celebrate that. This is one of the best ways to get over the narcissist. I'm Cassandra, and I certainly hope you have enjoyed this episode. And until until next time, (laughs) make sure you're taking care of yourself and each other. Friendly reminder, you can find me on YouTube at the Luminous Star channel. Hope to see you there.